0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show on LMFM.
1: Brought to you by AirGrid. Visit our new office at the Avenue, RD Road, Carpacross. Cross. Call Michael now, 1850 715 958. Now, as you heard on LMFM News, uh, Louth County councillors have voted uh, that there will be no change in the rate of uh, the local property tax for the next year. Local councillors, Pio Smith of Labour and Fine John McGatton, join us now. Uh, well, one of them do, I hope. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here, yeah. John, how are you? Good morning to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 we've obviously lost PO, uh, as we can hear. Uh, but uh, the uh, decision not to increase or decrease uh, the rate uh, was uh, against the advice of uh, the chief executive.
2: Yeah, I suppose, Michael, just to start off, to give your listeners a background of the options that were on the table yesterday at our meeting, um, because we have to be quite clear about those proposals and the consequences that would have been there. So there's four proposals. The first proposal was from Sinn Féin, who asked for a 15% reduction, which would have resulted in 1.5 million being slashed from the budget without providing any alternative. They do it every year. That's fair enough. We're used to it. Well, Sinn Féin councillors do
1: that every year on every council have, across the country. That's that a party policy, yes.
2: Vulnerable, it would have affected the most vulnerable in County Louth rely on services. So that was the first issue. The second one was then two members wanted to increase the property tax by 15%. The third one was the one that Councillor Smith supported and the one that was passed yesterday where members wanted no increase, which means the chief executive will still have to consider cuts. And the one that I supported yesterday was an increase in the property tax by 5%. Now, if you just give me a second to explain Mm. what those increases would be, because I know when you're on the radio and people are listening to you, are like, Oh God! A five percent increase, a ten percent increase. Let's talk about the fifteen percent increase. Had it gone ahead, a fifteen percent increase would have resulted in an additional one point four eight million income, which would have provided the services in the council. That's fair enough. Thirty four percent of householders in County Louth are valued between naught and a hundred thousand. So, had we increased it by fifteen percent, they would have been paying an extra. €13.50 a year, which works out at 26 per week. Now, that wasn't going to be supported yesterday, and that was quite obvious by the tone of the meeting. Let's get on to the uh, point that I supported, which was an increase of 5%. Had we voted for an increase of 5%, for those living in the lowest-valued houses between on a 100,000, they would have been paying an extra €4.50 a year. You're living in a house valued at two hundred fifty thousand to three hundred thousand. You would have been paying an extra twenty-four euro and seventy-five cents extra a year. That would have been kicking in in 2020, 2021 Now the important thing about this is that would have brought Louth County Council an extra half a million. And the amendment to our and, and what was part of our proposal was that that money would be ring fenced to be spent on where we have current spending pressures in Louth County Council, like housing. When I was on your show last week about mm-hmm. housing maintenance and roads. So that's a quick background to yesterday's meeting and mm. where the proposals were essential. Yeah,
1: and even at that, the Chief Executive uh, was arguing that that wouldn't be enough. She wanted the 15% increase, saying that there wasn't uh, money to fund housing maintenance uh, and so on. Uh, but uh, that was the Finnegale position. I think all of the Fine Gael councillors uh, voted in favour of that 5% increase. Uh, P.O. Smith uh, is back on uh, the line with us now, and uh, thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, you voted uh, in favour of no increase.
0: Yes, I voted in favour of no increase. And uh, I did that for, for, for a number of reasons. Uh, primarily because of the fact that I believe that central government, and not just this government, but successive governments, do not take seriously the funding of local government. And, you know, the, one of the main reasons why we find ourselves in this position at the minute in Low County Council is the fact that we have, uh, we have loans, we have land loans that we're paying off interest on at the moment. And that arose because of the fact that back in the boom times an instruction was given by central government to low county council to buy land and then the bus came and we were left carrying the can in relation to uh the the capital payments and the loans and the interest payments on the loans and on top of that then we've got the fempi the unrolling of the fempi legislation and uh civil servants in low county council are not paid through the, the exchequer funding. So they're paid from council receipts. Hmm. So essentially, my argument is... And this is, uh, just
1: just to explain to people, the FEMPI legislation means uh, that uh, civil servants will have their pay increased. The cuts will be res- uh, restored.
0: Yeah, and I have no problem with that. But hmm. what I have got a problem is that uh, people's property tax is going towards those two things uh, because of the fact that at the moment we are paying...
1: So was Alan Kelly lying when he introduced the property tax?
0: No, I agree with the property tax, but no, but
1: but I that mean, it, but I mean, it was uh, to, uh, to,
0: to. I mean, to say that Alan Kelly was lying is a very serious statement to make. I'm not. Gonna no, I, no,
1: go I, go I, go I, I, I asked you, was that the case? Because we were told at the time by the Labour Party minister that this was to keep the parks open, to keep the streetlights on, and wasn't to pay for wages.
0: In my view, it's not to pay pay for wages. Uh, you know, in my view, it's not to pay for for loans that were, were that were taken out by the council on the instruction of central government. I mean, that's where I stand. That's what I believe. I mean, what Alan Kelly said or did not say doesn't have any bearing in, on where what, what I'm saying. Because it's my interpretation of what the property tax is mm. based on the Tarnhill report. And the Tarnhill report is what the government-based the introduction of the property tax on. Well, so, it has very and the much Minister's interpretation of that is their interpretation. Well,
1: well, uh, the Minister who introduced it uh, is uh, the same fellow who people will remember for the water charges and the housing crisis and wants to take over the Labour Party, as we've been hearing this week.
0: Let me come back to that and let's just really focus on what the issue was about County Council yesterday. And I have no problem coming back to that. Sorry, there's, a, there's a, an alarm going off here. Uh, so I have a problem with asking people to pay for things that central government should be paying for in the first place. That's the big issue that I have. And is it right for people in, in, in county to pay off loans that central government should be paying off? I mean, people living in Ratmullin and Moneymore and other social house, housing areas in Drada can't get their maintenance done on their houses because the money from the inca- internal capital receipts are being used to pay off loans that the counseling encode because of the direction from central government. Okay. That's uh, a big
1: issue. I'm not sure if you can sort out that alarm. We'll go back to John McGatton, though, in the meantime. I, I think the point uh, that you've been making to some degree uh, is in line with what the chief executive has been saying, is that people will pay for it one way or another. They either pay for it yeah. through the property tax or they pay for it to increase parking charges or, or whoever the council goes about raising the money.
2: Yeah well like to be fair Kenzo Smith me him and I aren't too far away from each other on this topic we just have
1: no because it was a uh, Finnegay Labor you know, government that introduced the property yeah. tax because so that's, years that's ago cool. we used to do all these things without the property tax uh, and that it was paid uh, through general taxation
2: one of the points that you were talking about there, and PO in the last uh, point there, was central government funding. So let's talk about central government funding and the funding that County Louth has gotten from central government. So I just have the figures here in front of me. Since I was first elected as a councillor in 2014, the total government funding for Louth County Council was 11.5 million. That was reduced by 950,000 in 2015 to 10.5 million. Then in 2016, it was 9.8 million. In 2017, it went back up to 10.7 million, and this year the budget estimate is 10.4 million. So that's a €330,000 and 220 quid reduction in last year's budget. Look, I agree. The argument is constantly brought up that we don't receive enough funding from central government. I'm sure every single local authority in the country makes the same argument on a daily Mm. basis.
1: Well, of course course they do, because Fine Gael and Labour decided to put money into the banks
2: look, Michael, we are not going to be able to change the amount of money we receive from central government overnight. That's not going to happen. No, but, what but we can people
1: change change listening to us could. They could vote for somebody else.
2: Well, uh, and That's their entitlement. This is national policy. policy. But what I'm, what I'm talking about here, and let's get back to the property tax in County Laud, we can't change... No, let's get rid funding. of the property tax in County Laud. Let's go back to what we used to right. do. If you don't mind if I just finish my point. We can't change the funding we get from central government. Yes, overnight. you can. What we can change... No, you can what we can change overnight is to get an increase in revenue that the council get through by increasing the property tax at a minuscule level of a cost to the taxpayer. And there is a serious trend around the country and in local authorities um, who are increasing the property tax mm. in recent months. Longford, Westmead, Wexford, Leash, Tipperary, Honeygall, Leitrim, Otterley have all increased their property tax on a range what of, did the of a what, what, what did the
1: council do a decade ago? What did the council do a decade ago?
2: Well, I'm I'm not too sure. I can't. Well, they
1: that. didn't have a local property tax. You're saying yes. it's impossible to survive without one. We're able to survive ten years ago.
2: I'm not. And I didn't say it's impossible to survive. Well, you said you can't get rid of it. I no, I did. I, I didn't say that whatsoever. So well, what you, say, you said you said you can't get rid it. of it. We can use the property tax as a mechanism to increase funding for service in county levels. Now, what has happened as mm. a result of yesterday's results is that the chief executive and the executive of Lowes County Council have a legal obligation to bring a balanced budget before council. Mm. And be because I suppose we fail to give her any type of a breathing space with an increase, the only areas that she has said that she can look at um, to try and bridge this gap is our discretionary spend. Mm. So at the minute as a result, and I really, I want to be quite clear here, this isn't, scaremongering or anything like that of the sort. Mm. But I'm just outlining the areas where she may have to look
1: Yeah, the situation she she's found therapy. herself in because of national policy. P.O. So Smith, uh, isn't it right to say that this is as a result of national policy, the policy implemented by the Finnegay Labour government?
0: No, that's absolutely ridiculous, Michael, and you know it. I know you need to get a bit of a... A bit of headlines in the, in, in, uh, on the programme.
1: I always love when politicians say I'm looking for <laughs> headlines. <laughs> it means I've... It means, yeah. <laughs> no, uh,
0: I, look, I have no problem asking your question. Yeah. I tell you where the problem arises. The problem arises with the abolition of rates. Because when we had rates in Loud County Council, we were building social houses. When mm. rates was abolished, money came from central government. When there was a recession, central government cut funding to Loud County Council. That's the reality. Mm. Rates was a steady income stream. We don't have that anymore uh you know and uh, like we if we had rates we wouldn't be getting instructions from central government to buy land in the height of a boom when the current chief oh sorry when the chief executive then did not want to buy that land mm. but he was instructed to buy the land by the minister at the time mm. and now people in loud are paying for that mistake like this has nothing got to do with uh the property taxes. such and john McAllen's right we as councils can't get rid of the property tax. Mm. I
1: mean, but uh, are we going to see an, an increase in parking charges and people paying it in another way?
0: Well, the chief executive said you wanted to increase parking charges across the county. Uh, no. As far as I'm concerned, that's down to each municipal district whether or not they're going to increase the parking charges. And then there's a broader complication there because if we increase the parking charges in it say we bring it up to 20 cents from, uh, from 1 euro to 1 euro 20 cents, that money can be ring then for spending in Drada, and similarly in Dundalk. And that could bring in an extra 600,000 euros. Okay.
2: And oh. just actually, just, just actually on that point, because again, to be fair to Councillor Smith and I. I'm very briefly because I'm overtime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well look, mm. a couple of weeks ago, Drogheda decided to reduce the parking in Drogheda. That's €250,000 that they slashed from their budget. And I, as a Dundalk Councillor, would be saying that should be 250000 that should be taken out of the Drogheda municipal budget. It wasn't a decision made by Dundalk Councillors. It wasn't a decision of Mid-Louth Councillors and let them carry the can in a funding deficit in mm. Drogheda as a result of their vote and their decision.
1: God, uh, I don't think you'll get many votes uh, when you look for them in Drogheda.
2: Well, I'm a Dundalk councillor and I'm very proud of you.
1: Uh, I, th- I thought you were hoping to run in the election.
2: <laughs> very much. <so>. <laughs> we'll, to, we'll,
1: we'll, remind, we'll remind you of that. Uh, At that. least he's honest. <laughs> At least he is. Can't say I'm not
2: honest, and straight.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks both of you for joining us here this morning. Uh, Phil Gale councillor John McGahan and Labour Party councillor Pio Smith.
0: Text Michael now, 086-1800-658. The Michael Reed Show on LMFM. Brought to you by
1: Airgrid. Visit our new office at the Avenue, RD Road, Carver Cross.